Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back today with my new friend, Mrs. Nancy Campbell from Above Rubies. And I know, I know that if you guys have listened the last couple of days, you have been so encouraged. And she actually mentioned that she has a podcast on Tuesdays. And so since we run our podcast Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, you have four days of podcasts there. You could do Monday Schoolhouse Rocked, Tuesday with Above Rubies, and then Wednesday, Thursday back with Schoolhouse Rocked and get all the encouragement that you need for successful parenting, a successful marriage, um, just a God-honoring life. And so thank you guys for being with us again today. I'm so glad that you've come back. Um, I want to first, before you jump into this, thank our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. No parent should homeschool alone. I've told you that before. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward His creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. Thank you again to BJU Press Homeschool, as well as our other sponsors for sponsoring this podcast. Um, We are so grateful for them. So Nancy, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so delighted to have you with me this week. It's been so fun um, and just just encouraging. I I love hearing your voice. Um, You know, your ministry is called Above Rubies, and the verse, of course, that you get that from is Proverbs 31.10. And it says this, who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies. And I love that verse. And I think that again, as we talked about in our society today, um, it's really hard to find women who really are virtuous and who are godly. Um, Let's talk about what that means. What does it mean to be a virtuous woman? Well, first of all, the the word virtuous is rather interesting. Uh, it really means a valiant and strong and courageous. And it's a word in the Hebrew that is used in the context of war. In fact, in other passages where it's speaking about the men of valor, um, they translate that word valor. But when they get to Proverbs 31, it's the same word. And they use virtuous, but it really means a woman of valor. Um, we as women we and as mothers, we really can't be wimps. We have to be strong for yeah. the job and we have to be strong to fight against the enemy. I think especially today, we are, um, I said previously, we are living in a world of lies. And uh, in the midst of this world of lies, We have to live a life of truth. That's how we combat the lies, living a life of truth. That's the truth of this word. You know, going back to to this word. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, recently uh, I read a little comment somewhere that was about my my podcast. And this person said, well, you know, it's a great podcast, but it's a little radical and (laughs) I I was interested. I thought, wow, you know, um, actually, I guess sometimes people could think that with some of the things I say because they are not uh, according to what society is doing. But Mm -hmm. I seek to go back to the word in every single thing I believe. And the word radical means, do you know what it really means? It means the root, the origin. So, yes, I will confess 
my podcast is radical because <laughs> it goes back to the root. It goes back to the origin. Oh. And, and I believe that's what we have to do. And if we're not living in the word, what yeah. God says, for this word that was given is for all generations. It's as up to date as tomorrow's newspaper. It, it's, it's, it, it relates to us today. And, and so we're either going to live by the word or we're going to live by what society's doing around us, which is really yeah. entrenched in the world system. So we have to choose which way we're going to live. And it's yeah. sad that many people who are believers are actually still living in the system of the kingdom of darkness. Right. And according to his uh, statutes and plans, did you know that it's not only God who has statutes and, you know, commandments. We read about God's commandments to keep them. But um, there are scriptures here where it talks about how that, uh, you know, the, the uh, worldly um, countries, they had their statutes and commandments. And God said, I don't want you to follow them. But you see, what, whatever dominion we're in, whatever kingdom we're in, we're going to follow the commandments of that kingdom. Sad, mm -hmm. many Christians are still following the ones that belong to the kingdom of, the, of Satan. You know, sure. they really are. Yeah. And uh, so um, saying that, what was our question again? <laughs> I was asking what it means to be a virtuous wife. Yes, that's or right. Or a virtuous we, woman. We got, we got talking about how it really means <laughs> to be strong and how in this world of lies, we're going to be strong women. We're not going to be intimidated mm -hmm. by our antagonists. Why do people have to be intimidated? Are we really scared of the people of the world? We are the ones who are meant to be the head and not the tail. We are meant to be filling the world with God's truth and his ways and his righteousness. And that's why it is such a blessing to have children. We don't have children just for the sake of having children. Right. We have children because every child that comes into this world is a, is a new revelation of the mm. image of God. And when they grow up in a godly family and we teach them the ways of God and, and we pray into their lives, they're going to come out of our homes to bring his truth and his love and, and his justice and his salvation. And uh, it's such a powerful thing, really is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you talk about having children and I, I want to park here for a minute. We're going to take a break first, but I want to talk about having children, about being fruitful and multiplying. And what does that look like? What does God even say about that? So we'll talk about that, but we're going to break first. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing and providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, 
Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Nancy. You know, before the break, we're talking about what a blessing children are, and they absolutely are such a blessing. Um, you know, I I have shared before that we've got two girls, of course, and I would love to have many more kids. It's it's really interesting. My husband and I were just talking about this the other day, about how we wish that when we first were married and first started trying to have children, that we we had not believed the lies of society. Like you said, that, you know, children are a burden. Children cost a lot of money. They're a lot of work. They're, you know, this and that. Instead of really looking at it and that children are a blessing. And so we we thought, you know, well, we'll have two children, maybe three, maybe four at the most. I mean, I couldn't imagine having more than four children. And then it took us 11 years to have our first and another yeah. five to have our second. And we've never yeah. been able to have more since. Yeah. But in God's perfect plan for our family, we have the perfect size family. Mm-hmm. And so this is not a, you know, if you don't have a large family, you mm-hmm. know, you're just not doing it right. But you talked about before the break, how children really are a blessing and we need to see them as a blessing. And um, I know you like to speak often on being fruitful and multiplying and, and having children to, to populate the earth. I mean, to show God's goodness and to go out and be those missionaries and show the love of God to people. So what do you tell parents, moms and dads who are maybe struggling, especially because we live in a time today where it's kind of scary to bring kids into the world. You know, there's so much uncertainty and so many things going on today that I think a lot of times parents want more children, but maybe they're just like, oh, I don't know if this is such a good idea. How do you encourage those parents? Well, I think, first of all, it's being obedient to the Word of God. Um, it's not what we think, or is it a good idea, or will this be the best time, or whatever. No, it, it's just simply being obedient to God's first plan. And what what would a very first words that God ever said in the ears of man. You've already mentioned them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth. Now, those were the very first words that God gave, and they were a commandment. And yet it's amazing how, you know, even Christians will say, well, you know, I don't know whether I can actually do that, or really, we've got other plans. And And uh, then sometimes they say, well, no, we can't have any more children because we want to just serve the Lord and be totally available to him. And I I didn't understand also when we were first married and um, we didn't have this vision. We just were just like living like everybody else. And, um, you know, when I was challenged with this revelation of truth, at first I resisted. Oh, but then, of course, you know, the word began to get to me. And what I do, every single thing, every single belief that I have, every single thing that I face, I will make sure that I know what God says. Now, that's not one verse. That is finding every scripture in the word of God on that subject. So that's what I did. I thought, okay, are we meant to just have the children God wants us to have? I better check it out. So I went from the beginning to the end. I I was totally flawed. 
I didn't even know these verses were in the Bible. And what happened? Out of writing down those scriptures, out came this book. I have written a book on this whole subject, which has changed the lives of thousands. And it's just called Be Fruitful and Multiply. And you can get it from my webpage. Okay. And so it, it's just a full book of what the Word says. It's not just one scripture. Yeah. But when I was first challenged with this, and, uh, you know, my husband and I were pastoring. We've always been uh, in the pastoral ministry. We've, my husband went full-time for God when we were engaged. And so oh. we have, you know, this has been our life. And, and we were very busy in the ministry. And I had even started above rubies, by the way, and, but still didn't understand this revelation. And I was just praying and struggling with it. And God woke me up one night. He said these words to me. The perfect will of God for your life will never contradict my existing commandments. Mm. So if I think what I am doing for the Lord, uh, I haven't got time to have another baby. Well, that's not the perfect will of God. Because the perfect yeah. will of God for me and for each one of us will not go against what God has already said. If we have to stop doing the very first thing God commanded us to do, to do something else that we think is a good idea, no matter how good it is, no matter if it's going to the ends of the earth to serve the Lord, no, it's not the perfect will of God. The perfect will of God is to obey his word. There's nothing yeah. more you can do than just to obey. Now, as you said, Yvette, that doesn't mean to say you're going to have 20 children. I mean, God gives to each one what he wants to give. Mm -hmm. He gave you two. He gave Abraham one, although he did have six more children later after Sarah passed away and he married Keturah. And, um, but, you know, God gives. Some he gives smaller families, some he gives larger. No one's vying for how many children you have. It's just being sure. obedient to the sovereignty of God. God. Mm. And oh, what a blessing, because every child you bring into the world um, is, is an, a revelation of God. Yeah. Sadly, we are deprived of the image of God in our land today because Christians, God's people, refuse to obey his word. And Christians yeah. were having their 1.2 family members like the world. And so now, instead of God's people flooding the land, here we are. It's just a fight between, you know, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. Whereas we should be flooding the land because what did he say? It didn't mm -hmm. end with, you know, just be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. He carried on. Subdue and take dominion. Now, yeah. it's a progression. It's, it's an eternal progression. It's something that you can't undo. And it's the people who are fruitful and multiply who will take dominion. Mm -hmm. Christians yeah. aren't doing it yeah. today. And therefore, we are not taking the dominion over the earth that God wants us to do because yeah. we have refused to obey his will. It's like you know, just back at the time of the Tower of Babel. And uh, all the people were in one place 
This was after the flood, but here they are. They're mm-hmm. all sticking together, and they're all in one place, and they're all speaking the same language. And um, so they're building this tower, um, you know, up into the sky, and they're building it with bricks. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> they are building with bricks. What does God build with? He builds with stone. We are living stones being built into this building that God is building. But they were building with bricks because bricks all have to be the same. They have to conform. And uh, they were the first one-worlders. And that's what these one-worlders are trying to do today, make us speak the same language, make us conform. We have to be all the same, same language, same thinking, same everything. So the only way that they can make you do what they want is if they make you a brick. So you never become oh. a brick because we are living stones. But that's beside the point. They, there they were, and the Bible says that they were together because they were scared of being scattered across the earth. But isn't that what God mm. told them to do? He said, I want right. you to go out, not just right. have children, but go out and, and, and fill the earth and take dominion. And they didn't do it. So God had to come down, confuse the language, and off they went. So mm-hmm. God had to do something to get them to fill the earth because he wants the whole earth filled with his glory. And, you know, children are the glory of the nation. It tells us that in Amen. Hosea uh, 11 verse yeah. 9. It's talking about um, uh, one of the tribes uh, of Israel, I forget which one, but they had sinned against the Lord. And he said, this is my judgment that I am bringing upon you. I'm going to take away your glory. Wow. Well, what was their glory he was going to take away? He said there will be no more conception, no more pregnancy, no more birth. Mm. Having children, bringing children into the world is the glory of the nation. And, you know, I think Satan has done a very uh, great, uh, successful work in um, totally brainwashing and deceiving the people of God to eliminate the godly seed coming into the world. Yeah. It's so sad when you think of the godly seed that have been eliminated. It's unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Such powerful stuff. So what I've heard this week from you, basically I feel like it could be summed up in obedience brings blessings Mm. and sin causes pain and everything. If we will just obey the word of God, yeah. and we would do the things that he has commanded us to do, not just suggested I for know. us to do, yeah. but if we would be fruitful and multiply, if we would submit to our husbands, if we would be keepers of the home, if we would love our husbands as Christ loved the church, if we would do all the things, and I'm, I'm going to read again really quickly, Titus 2, 3 through 5. I know I read it on Wednesday, but I'm going to read it again. It says, older women likewise are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers or much slaves to uh, or slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good, and so train the young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind and submissive to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. That the word of God may not be reviled. If we will just obey Him, we Thank will bring you. so much glory to Him, and not just glory to Him, but we will have the blessings that follow yeah. because of our obedience to Him. Because God wants to bless us. It's just like. When we ask our children to do something, we give them a command to do something and they obey us. 
there's a blessing that follows that. Mm. And God has asked us to do the same thing. And so I am so thankful for your wisdom that you have shared this week, Nancy. Thank you for your boldness, for your transparency, for uh, just bringing us to our knees and to the word of God to know exactly what he has asked us to do, because it's not a secret. He's given it all to us in his word. And so the closer we grow to him and the more we know his word, the more we read it and study it, the more we're going to know what he is asking of us. And we can just multiply those blessings um, in our lives. So Mm -hmm. Nancy, thank you so much for joining us this week. It has been such an absolute pleasure to have you Mm -hmm. uh, with us. And I'm so grateful for your ministry. Thank you uh, for what you do. Thank uh, you, Yvette. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Ladies can get my magazine. I actually have a printed magazine. Yes, and and it's uh, amazing. It will bless you. You can go to the website, sign up. Yes. And the the magazine subscription is by donation, right? Yes. Yes. So there's no no charge for it. You, uh, the Lord provides for you guys to continue with that magazine. Um, So we will put links to that in the show notes. Check out. Um, Nancy's podcast, check out the magazine Above Rubies, go to the website aboverubies.org and um, see what the Lord is doing with them. So thank you again. And you guys, again, it's Thursday. If you've not yet signed up for the Homegrown Generation Family Expo, go do it right now. Like just put pause on this podcast, run to your computer or to your phone, go to homegrowngeneration.com, sign up for the conference. It will be such an encouragement and a blessing to you. And it's fun. It's such a fun week. It's four days of live and interactive uh, workshops with all of our speakers. And we have an incredible speaker lineup. So check it out at the website and sign up there, homegrowngeneration.com. Thank you guys so much for being with us and for listening. Have a great rest of your week and we'll see you back here next week. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.